Hello everyone and welcome back to For Whom the Bell Trolls. I'm Wolfe. And I'm Jolly. And today is Wednesday. Mmm, sweet Wednesday. I remember it well. Alas, poor Wednesday. We barely knew you. Mmm. But enough of that. <laughs> Man. Yeah, it's time to talk about duh and duh. Oh yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. And we've been talking about a lot about classes recently, so you know exactly how much we don't actually know about this. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, so we're going to keep that train going because uh, reasons. Yeah, I'm like down it. for it. Yeah. But this is still kind of, we're going over the classes specifically to discuss, you know, good starting classes and kind of give a more in-depth breakdown so you can really help quantify like what yeah. each class is meant to do and what they're the best at. Yeah, we're kind of doing like a half kind of ranking for each like martial and spellcasting, not so much in their ability to do things, but so much in like, hey, this is a little bit easier to pick up than other classes. Mm -hmm. So we're going back to martial today. And well, what probably one of the most fun classes in 5e, barbarians. Barbarians. Oh, yeah. How many times did you watch Conan? Because I know. All the times. Yeah. All the times. I mean, mostly for the movie. Yeah, the movie was great. Yeah. It's all about the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, bar barbarians are in a really good place. Barbarians are probably the best now in fifth edition that they ever have been in prior versions. Yeah. And it's not like they were bad. It's just... No, they were never bad. I just think that now they are extremely good oh yeah like oh, they're yeah. kind of hard to ignore good yeah and for a barbarian this is a martial class that well you have a, your rage mechanic mm -hmm. that you have to deal with all about that rage baby yeah you're limited to the amount per day um also you know certain stipulations as well that comes along with it but it gives you some advantages you know, got advantage on strength checks, advantage on strength saving throws. When you make a melee weapon attack using strength, you gain a bonus to the damage roll that increase as you gain levels. Yeah, so, well, I didn't realize my mouse was so loud. Yeah, it's great, right? I wonder and, if the noise gate will And catch you it. gain resistances to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. And depending on your primal path at third level, you can gain other resistances and then most like the biggest one being <clears> the bear totem. But this is a class that you don't really wear any, any real armor. Cause I mean, you have unarmored defense yeah, that you get at first level, yeah. which is built solely on that. Well, it's, it's included as a class feature cause it's meant to give you the sense of a barbarian. Yeah. Barbarians tend to be, you know, barbaric for lack of a better yeah. term at the moment, but they're meant to be more tribal nomadic people like from the plains or, you know, from various regions that yeah. that's their thing. They are, you know, natural primal warriors. Oh, like yeah. that's, that's their whole thing. So they don't really wear armor. You can still wear armor if you choose, but yeah. if it's light, I think light still works. I think you can't anything go medium. But anything but heavy you're still allowed to rage yeah 
So yes. yeah, you can still wear medium or yeah. light armor. You can't yeah. wear heavy. I know that, but it's you still get your unarmored defense, which unarmored defense is yeah. ten plus dex plus con. Yeah, when you're not wearing armor, and you can still use a shield. Yes, and you keep can. the benefit. So I mean, it's really nice. Um, at the really late levels, it's not that big of a difference. There mm-hmm. are there are medium armors you can get. That will give you the same AC, essentially. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you at early levels, it is so useful because you're adding because usually it's just ten plus Dex. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you're wearing armor, then it has a specific AC right. to it. But adding that Constitution modifier, which barbarians, your biggest thing is strength and constitution. Yeah, and as a decks. barb, that's what you're prioritizing. Yeah. You want to be able to hit stuff really hard, and you want to be able to shrug it off when you get hit. Yeah, yeah. you're not the charismatic one. You're not the wise one. You're really not the super intelligent one. You either. don't have to be. Yeah. You're a force of fucking nature. I'm yeah. here to break stuff, and I do my job very well. Oh, yeah, I smash. You are the Hulk. Yeah, essentially, yeah. in a dumbed-down version. You know, you don't have all that plot armor that, you know, comic book characters benefit from. Uh, but I, don't I mean, know. sometimes you can, depending on who your DM is. Yeah, um, pretty much. That's the sound of an argument collapsing on itself halfway through. <laughs> hey, yeah, you're pretty good at it. I don't even have to. That's kind of what I do. I don't no, have to barbarians, do I love and appreciate simple fact that they are crit machines. Oh, yeah. That's their whole job. They are melee fighters. They can rage to gain bonus to damage and resistance to damage. They're meant to be like frontline tanks, but unlike traditional tanks, like in MMOs or other games, even on TTRPGs, these tanks hit really, really hard. Oh yeah. They don't get as many attacks as say a fighter or other things like that. But what they do get is brutal critical. Yeah. And brutal critical is a, phenomenal class feature i kind of feel like, like it comes in a little too late i know it comes to in really ninth. be super beneficial yeah. it's 13 and 17 is when you get brutal critical no you get a ninth level and then you get another at 13th and 17 you get the extra dice and what it is is you can roll one additional Weapon damage. I'm sorry, die. it was the it was two yeah. dice at thirteen and three at seventeen. My bad. Yeah. So yeah, it starts at nine. Yeah. And it's really useful. I mean, that's great. Getting another one out when you get a critical hit is phenomenal. And how do you get so many critical hits? Well, you have at second level reckless attack. No, oh, reckless attack is silly. Reckless attack. Look, if you're a new barb. Just go ahead and do it every single time. Don't worry about the whole, you know, and there are times like if you're role playing really well and you're in a fight and you don't feel like uh, this doesn't really fit the character, that's a little bit different. But like if you're trying to just go for numbers and just really destroy it in a fight, absolutely, reckless attack is what makes a barb a barb. It is one of those things you get advantage. You get that extra attack in there. Mm Um. But you're also taking disadvantage when someone attacks yeah. you. So well, you, they gain advantage yeah, against you. You get advantage to hit on your turn, the first attack yeah. of your turn. So you get advantage to hit, which is kind of scary, especially once you start to get brutal criticals and stuff yeah. like that. 
that, you know, the more often you're hitting, the more often you have a chance to roll that 5%. Yep. And then when you start stacking that with, you know, say bear totem or things like that, you're already super tanky. You're already raging. So you're doing bonus damage anyway. You've got mm. nasty critical opportunities. So you're kind of the perfect warrior in a sense. Yeah. If you just want to stand in front of something and beat it to death, like this is this is the power fantasy class to fulfill that. Oh yeah, it definitely is. Because if you're raging while you do this, which I would suggest always be raging. Yeah. Rage as much as you can. Yeah. It starts off with two and goes all the way up to, well, unlimited at level 20. If you stay barbed the entire time, but you can get up to six Hmm. if you multi-class, if you don't die or the campaign ends before that. Yeah. You know, but yeah, so rage as much as possible, especially in those big fights, because, okay, cool, they get an advantage against you to attack, but you're resisting that. So half of that damage is negated anyways. So it's it's, it's a pretty pretty solid thing to have. You know, we're not going to break down, like, the entire class because a, a lot of what we've been doing with the other classes isn't, it's, hey, this is how you play it. This is why it's really good for you. Mm-hmm. And this is a, it's still kind of a beginner class, not so much as the fighter because the fighter just leans to so much. You oh, can absolutely. kind of make mistakes with that. Whereas with the barbarian, it is more tailored towards a certain style of play, a certain role play aspect, um, especially in combat. Like you, you're not going to, i not saying you can't be a barbarian with a bow. It's just, it's not going to be fun. Yeah, it doesn't happen as often yeah. because you really don't want to prioritize decks. Like, you're yeah. going to want to put that in other stats. Yeah, and Barbarian's great if you're a power gamer in general and you really want to get that fill for combat. Don't get me wrong. You still want some decks to contribute to your unarmored yeah. defense, but you don't want to, you really don't want to prioritize it. It's strength, then con, then decks. Yeah. And it's still, that's your top three stats you're going to pour into. You get five ASIs yeah, all the way through if you're, you're maxing out. for physical damage, yeah. not spec for the soft stats. Yeah, and I mean, you can take some feats in there as well, depending on your race, your lineage, whatever you go mm-hmm. with. And, like, I mean, the biggest one is always Great Weapon Fighter because you're playing a barbarian. Let's get a big old axe, put both my hands on it, and just start mm-hmm. slamming things. So you got Great Weapon Fighter. Okay, it's a negative five to get 10 more damage. Yeah. Really good. It's power attack. Yeah. And then you think about, well, you have reckless attack. So you use reckless attack. Yeah, you're taking a negative five, but you're rolling twice. Yeah. And, well, we've talked about it before. They've determined that it's approximately about a plus seven when you're attacking with advantage. Mm Mm-hmm. It's around about the average. It's a plus seven. I still have no idea how somebody could come to that figure, but whatever. I'm not a maths. Yeah, maths, man. People are good at it. It's nerds. And it ain't us. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You're pretty good at it, but I'm not. Oh, no. I don't do that kind of math. Oh, no. That's... I don't know. It all just seems arbitrary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and this is a very... This is a fun class to start really... when you're still kind of a new player, but you have a one shot or maybe in like part of a campaign behind you, you know, you're still kind of new, but you're trying to explore new things. Barbarian is so great for that because 
it's a challenge to you role playing wise because now you have to play a character that's not maybe not as pretty as you are, maybe not as intelligent as you are, but is definitely way more athletic than you. Like, okay, let's let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Um, playing as a barbarian does not mean that you have to play as yeah. a you know, a bundle of meat with axes sticking out of it <laughs> that punches things to death instead of using the axes. Um, no. Something that existed in previous iterations of D&D was the fact that barbarians were all illiterate and you would have yeah. to spend skill points to learn how to write any language that you knew how to speak. That's not a thing anymore, which no. I'm kind of happy about in the yeah. sense that thank you for, you know, putting this unnecessary stigma on my role-playing ability. Exactly. And and I think that's kind of cool. And I mean, you hit it right there. You don't have to be the big dumb guy. I mean, that's no, what you, you can want still to be as, that's fine. You know, wise but, or well spoken. Yeah. But I mean, you don't have to be you don't have to have a why a high wisdom score to be that experience. Maybe your background is a soldier. Right. You know, or a mercenary. Perfect for barbarians. Right. So these are the type of things that. Yeah, you can draw upon that experience. Be like, well, I don't know about that, but on this battlefield, or, you know, well, my tribe is they traveled across the plain. You know, we learned these different tricks. You know, you don't, those are just learned skills. You're experienced. You're very common sense based and not so much like, you know, figuring out a puzzle. Yeah, you're not an idiot just because you don't have an 18 in your intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, and this is a fun class, and it's not just it's not just about the damage that you output. Like I said, there's a really good role playing aspect there, mm-hmm. and it's not just Conan. You know, like there's some really good barbarians out there with depth to them. Yeah, you know, so I mean, you can play into that type of stuff. Maybe you were kicked out of your tribe for I don't know defending some people that you attacked. You know, you're like, no, I don't want to do this, but it was a kind of against that warrior way. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, or, you know, whatever it was, you have this, you got this nice little way to do something and you're not this super well-spoken person. You're very direct. You don't quite get a lot of, you know, social things like civilized, civilized yeah, you quotation tend to marks. come from, you know, nature and yeah. being surrounded by the beauty of nature and not so much, you know, living and spending all your time in cities. Yeah. You, you don't really, I wouldn't say you don't understand like the laws of, you know, men essentially. No, you just choose to avoid people. Yeah. You, you enjoy being in nature. You enjoy the fill. Yeah, I can empathize you know? pretty deeply with that. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. I mean, and the way they're built, they're also built from the ground up to be good at, anything that requires a show of physical prowess, like right off the bat, you get rage and you get unarmored defense. Okay. At level two, you get reckless attack and you get danger sense and danger. Danger sense sense is is really good. It gives you advantage on decks against attacks. You can see, I believe as long as you're not, yeah. yeah. Traps. Yeah. As long as you're not blind, deaf or incapacitated, you have advantage on dex saves against anything that you can see such as traps and spells. So right off the bat, as long as you're not incapacitated in some way, you're going to have advantage on deck saves, which is a really nice thing to have advantage on any saving throw at level two. 
But considering yeah. that dexterity is the most common save in the game, that's really nice. Oh, yeah. Like, it's right off the bat, they get that. At level three, you choose your primal path, but I believe you also get, or no, it's not until level five, you get fast movement, which increases yeah. your speed by 10 feet when you're not wearing heavy armor. So yeah, you can still is, wear light or medium. Yeah, and you also get an extra attack at fifth level. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's two attacks, but with reckless attack, you get three. It's pretty nice. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that they, like I said, they don't get nearly as many attacks as the fighter per se, but man, when they hit, they hit like a truck. Yeah. It's pretty scary. Oh yeah. And then they can, they can handle a lot of damage. And when you get into the different paths that they have too, and there's been a lot added since Mm -hmm. the player's handbook, um, a lot of those, a lot of those paths are really good. Like, I mean, Tasha came out with one. Um, can't even recall it right now. Was it the Zealot? No. No, Zealot was uh, one of the originals. That one, that one was actually really good. I, I kind of like the idea of, hey, you got these barbarians, but they can still be dedicated to a god, mm-hmm. which was something that... In 3.5, I remember specifically, it's stating for barbarians that they don't understand gods. They don't know why yeah, people I worship them. They never understood that because them. it said Cord, the god of strength. Like in his section, it always said that barbarians and fighters were among his, you know, chosen, like his favorite type yeah. of worshippers. And I'm like, you can't, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. Do they are they too stupid to understand the concept of a divinity, or yeah. do they worship strength? Yeah, I always felt like you didn't have to, it didn't require a certain level of intelligence to have faith in a deity. Yeah, I guess what they were trying to get at is like, oh, they're so far away from society, they don't quite understand it. And now in fifth edition, it's one of those, well, you can still be far away from society and worship a god. We've seen it. We have (laughs) proof in human history of tribes around the world separated by oceans and mountains, worshiping in different ways, making fetishes, wood carved idols, you know, drawing in the dirt. Like people have always found a way to worship their gods. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a $65 million mega church. Yeah. And you know, as a, as kind of this class is just that's the type of things for me that's always maybe like the barbarian especially now in fifth edition mm-hmm. you know i haven't really played them that much but it's like oh man you know i can see myself playing this class a little bit like you know you got the different paths like the, the totem path is still one of my favorites just because of all the different things you can do mm-hmm. like you know, yeah, power gamers are like bear totems, way to go, and it, it's really good. Oh. I mean, when you rage, you, unless it's psychic, you're not taking. Yeah, you have resistance to every type of damage except for psychic, <laughs> and you know what? It's really not that hard to find other ways to protect you from psychic damage, which yeah. psychic damage is one of the least common types of damage. Yeah, it's just unfortunately the few things that have psychic damage are really nasty. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really, it's never going to be really a small good. amount of psychic damage. Yeah. Now, granted, this is not going to help you against being charmed, and well, bards get charmed a lot, but <laughs> yeah, your your lack yeah. of soft stats, or to say your lack of focus on soft stats, really hurts with banishments, charms, holds, dominates, things yeah. like that. Like, 
So just kill it before it can charm you. Yeah, right. I mean, there are some things that you can get into that will kind of help you build towards that. But I mean, it's every every class has got to have its downfall, you know. Like yeah, they but, can't all be perfect. I mean, then the paladin wouldn't stand out. Yeah, I mean, unless you're a wizard. But you know, listen, I will argue to the death that <laughs> paladins are the trust fund babies of D and D fifth edition. Because hmm. let's face it, wizards are always going to be good because it ain't called sorcerers of the coast. No. So my preferred casting yeah. class really got hit hard this time around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it kind of hurts. Kind of hurts. It's upon further inspection, it's not as bad as it was made out to be in the beginning. No. But there's no, I, I think a lot of times all with classes the, are viable except for the ranger. No, I will, even the ranger can be, especially with the changes with Tasha. And which sorry, when I'm we joking. when we cover that class, I do love Rangers, but yeah, they we definitely go, got the short end this time. Yeah, they don't feel at like least they in did. the PHB. Yeah, they don't feel like they used to, and they did have to do some minor changes and try and work on a few things because, I mean, yeah, that a few like just the slightest changes to the Ranger makes them just really good because they have some of the better. Well, I shouldn't say better as in like mechanical, but they mm-hmm. have some of like the cooler sounding subclasses right oh yeah and i can't wait to get into that oh it's gonna be an adventure yeah but you know hey with barbarian go ahead feel free go ahead check it out yeah i mean we'll just hit some more of the highlights um like we said there's several different primal paths a lot more have been added we're kind of just going off of the phb stuff right now yeah um, most people are going to say, you know, bear totem warrior is the way to go. If you want to be the best tank you can be, which I agree yeah. to a certain extent. Um, I mean, your basic abilities will hit those real quick. I mean, you get fast movement. Like I said, increases your speed by 10 yeah. feet when you're not wearing heavy armor at fifth level. Seventh level is feral instinct, which is awesome. It gives you advantage on initiative rolls. Yeah. Come on. Everything about the barbarian is to be lightly armored quickly able to move and to hit like a truck Mm -hmm. that is what they do i love it brutal critical we already talked about at level nine it gives you an additional damage die of whatever type you're using so if you're using a great axe which is a d12 which everybody recommends for barbarians yep that's 2d12 just off of the weapon itself Yep. at level 13 that's 3d12 and at level 17 that's 4d12 you know it it gets out of control it's great Relentless Rage. Do you it's hate great. dying? Yeah, because... Because now you can. don't have to die. Yeah. I mean... Um, Relentless I mean, the, the Rage DC is, does uh, go up, and uh, yeah, in order well, to reset it... That's the way to balance yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Then, and then to reset it, you take a short rest. But, I mean, it's still nice. It's a DC of 10 Constitution saving throw. When you go to zero hit points and you're raging... Yes, which you should always be raging, ABR. You make that saving throw, you're back to one hit point. Mm -hmm. You don't drop to zero, so you're not incapacitated. You can stay standing and just keep walk, just keep hitting. You know, maybe yell over your head, like, cast or heal me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, your shoulder. Did I say yell over your head? Anyways. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Persistent rage at 15th. Yeah, Persistent Rage. It's so fierce that it ends early only if you fall unconscious or if you choose to end it, meaning that effects that could cause you to lose your rage before the timer expires. 
which lasts for a minute, which for everybody's refresher, mm-hmm. one minute in D&D times in combat is... Yeah, you also can't go around while being attacked or attacking. So if you go more than a round, you lose your rage. Say that again? With your rage, you have to either be actively fighting, like actively attacking someone, or you have to be being attacked by a hostile creature. And if that doesn't happen since your last turn, like if you go a full turn without attacking, without being attacked, you lose your rage. Yeah. So that's another reason why I exist. Right. If ends early, if you are knocked unconscious, or if your turn ends and you haven't attacked a hostile creature since your last turn or taken damage since then. Yeah. So as long as you're hitting stuff and getting hit back yeah. for that minute, which remember each round is six seconds, so mm-hmm. you've got... A good a bit of time. Yeah. So that's why Persistent is in there. Indomitable Might. Oof. Yeah, that yeah. bothers me sometimes. At 18th level, if your total for a strength check <laughs> is less than your strength score, you can use that score in place of the total. Okay, by 18th level as a Barbarian, if you don't have 20 strength, you're wasting everybody's time. Oh, yeah, I mean, unless if you, you have that bad strength, rules. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's telling you it's a yeah. lot like own ability that, that the rogue has that we will cover more in depth. But it's essentially saying you're so good at this one thing that you do, you do it so well that you can just do it for free. Essentially, oh, yeah. you don't have to worry about failing a check. About you know, I'm really good at punching. Yeah. So I don't have to roll to punch. You know, as hard as I can. Oh. Yeah. Okay, my problem is Primal Champion at 20th level. So every other stat is capped at 20. Yeah. Except for Barbarians. <laughs> yeah. Like your stats cannot go over 20. They tell you that 100,000 yeah. times in the PHB, it's hammered into your head. Your stats yeah. are locked at 20. Unless you're a 20th level Barbarian. And then your strength and constitution increase to 24. Oh, yeah. Both of them. Both at of level them. 20. It doesn't matter what they were before. At yeah. level 20, they both, your strength and constitution, yeah. increase to 24. Yeah. And those are your new maximums. Yep. Plus, they can't be raised any higher than that. Yeah. But now they're 24. Yeah, and now you have modifiers of 7. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, instead of 5, it's a 7. Yeah, I guess I can do Yeah, that's the right math. Yeah. Numbers. Numbers. Yeah, every yeah. even number. Yeah, yeah, it goes point. up. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, no, that is a phenomenal. It's yeah. probably, in my opinion, one of the best capstones, which is the level twenty ability of any class. Oh, you hands know? down. It, I mean, it is so most good. capstone abilities are garbage. To be perfectly yeah. frank, uh, I think some are better than people think. It's just that there is, because third edition especially taught us that it's all about the numbers. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to deciding if something's good or bad, a lot of times we make the mistake of going, well, numbers wise, this kind of sucks. Oh, no, no, no. You know, there's, there's a lot more variety. And as we get into those classes, we'll talk a little bit about them and how it may actually be a lot better than you think. Yeah. My problem that I will continue to harp on is it's already hard enough to get to level 20 without doing a level 21 shot. But having a capstone ability for a class that doesn't work kind of pisses me off. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it because I don't <laughs> want to rage right now. 
But the or artificer's capstone ability did doesn't do work. Did do you want to talk about when we come back from the break? I feel like it a would be entirely solo. too vulgar. A little, little solo with the fans. I'm a. Oh, we'll save it for the artificer. I'm super salty. When we cover yeah. the artificer, I will blow that one out of the water. All I'll right. give y'all a solid five minutes on that. Oh yeah, it's right. yeah. Okay. Well, with that, we're gonna go ahead and say uh, hit that like button. Clobber, clobber. That subscribe button and crush. Crush. That notification bell. Also, clink that link. Clink that link. Go ahead, check out our Patreon. You can get the Discord. You can check out all kinds of other fun, awesome stuff. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, you get unedited versions of the show. You can get awesome pictures and ridiculous videos. We try and do as much for you as possible, you know, and that's kind of what we want to do. Also, feel free to check out our Teespring store. You can get things like For Whom the Bell Trolls, It Trolls for Thee. And then there's like a bell and it's troll along. It's it's actually pretty cool. You should check it out. So that could be part of it. And uh, we also have affiliate links for Amazon in the description or the show notes, whichever one you want to look at. And uh, Player's Handbook's in there. Monster Manual's in there. Dungeon Master's Guide is in there. I think Tasha's is still up there. Uh, Velo's Guide to Monsters. And whatever you want, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every one of you should have a monster manual now, so you can follow A through Z with us as we skip past things randomly and tell you that it's playable. <laughs> no, we just don't no. want to cover it. No, we're only randomly <laughs> skipping classes right now. We're yeah. just drawing them out of a hat instead <laughs> of going alphabetically. The monster yeah. manual, we've done pretty good, which we yeah. said in the first place, we're not doing playable races. Yeah, yeah, that's why we skipped Centaur, by the way, because we want to put magic in our Dungeons and Dragons. That are Wait. magic. Anyways. <clears throat> okay. What? Yeah. All right. You like it, right? Party on. Party on. Oh, we can't say that. I can't say words? No. No, I'm kidding. We'll Shit. be right back when somebody's going to rage about something. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe we'll just leave the rage to the barbarians. Oh yeah. I'll get the axe. Don't don't get the axe. We'll be back. Uh, hopefully we'll be back. Hi. This is Jolly. And welcome back to For Whom the Bell Trolls. And today we would we've been talking about barbarian. And it you really kinda fired me up a little bit. Look, I get it. You're big. You're meaty. That doesn't mean that you're an idiot. Okay? I get it. I'm the big barbarian. So I'm going to talk like I'm really dumb. And I'm just going to do stupid stuff because I think it's fun. And that's what my character would do because I'm a barbarian. I'm going to punch this guy in the face really hard. That's not what every single barbarian is about. If you want to play that kind of barbarian, get out of my game. Up next, we have Monster Manual A through Z. We're talking about the jewel. It's tasty. Hello, and welcome back to For Whom the Bell Trolls. I'm Jolly. 
And now we're doing Monster Manual A through Z. Chul. Yes, I like it. It's the chul. Oh, yeah, In case man. you haven't ever seen a chul, think of the most terrifying acid trip inspired version of a lobster. Yeah. That has come to life and is here to seek vengeance upon you for all of his brethren that you have consumed in your life. And that's a chul. Yeah. Um, we were actually talking about this a minute ago. It used to be that their origin was that they were like the failed experiment of like some mad wizard. That they were yeah. legitimately like laboratory experiments yeah, that were created. Yeah. Well, now, because retcons, um, mm-hmm. apparently they were created by the aboliths, which it's you, far, yeah, it's, you should remember the aboliths and how yeah. terrifying they are. If not, yeah. go back to our earlier episodes. Yeah, that makes the tool like far more terrifying. It is in my significantly mind. more terrifying <laughs> now knowing that they were pawns of the abolith. Like that's what Wait, they were created that, to do. I mean, the abolith empire is coming back because that's, that's even scarier. Yeah, no, I'm good. I don't like it. Save us the gods. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. bad stuff. I make good friends with a cleric. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always have a cleric. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those are chul. They're um, they're terrifying. They are large ab- aberrations. Sorry, I almost said abominations, and they're chaotic <laughs> evil. So they are just outright bad guys this time. They're big meanies. Yeah, I mean pretty much. So one of the big problems with the Abolith is that in the process of serving their masters in the Abolith Empire, was that the chul can sense magic. Yeah. The Abolith were, you know, water bound, so they created the Chul to be able to go on land. So they're amphibious. Yeah. And their entire job was to capture sentient creatures, you know, obviously to feed the brain hunger that Aboliths have, but as well yeah. as, you know, find magic items and bring that back to help them amass power. So they're very good at that. They're they have a detect magic essentially at will, but for them yeah. it is an innate, like inborn ability. It doesn't function. It's not magic. It's just something that their biology produces. Yeah, it's kinda like having a feature. It's like, like a, a supernatural ability. Yeah. Essentially. Like certain things can and can't be dispelled. So I'm assuming that yeah. you can't dispel this because it's it's just something they naturally do. Yeah, they just naturally sense the magic. Right. It's a hundred and twenty foot radius, it. they can detect magic. Yeah. But they're pretty big. Like I said, they're large aberrations. Uh AC is sixteen, so they're in that sweet spot in the middle yeah. of being able to hit reliably. Um, they have a lot of health. It's eleven D ten plus thirty three. Yeah. Like so, they could be really nasty if you max yeah. one out. But it's like average of ninety three. They've yeah. got a their movement speed is thirty and thirty, um, walking and swimming. Yeah. Um. They they're as far as their stats go, like they've got really good strength, average dex, decent con, but their intelligence and their charisma are both only five, which means that. Like everything else, they are animals. They are going to be instinct fighters and hunters and yeah. predators. So they're not going to come up with any elaborate battle strategies. They're not going to come up with anything crazy or kooky or off the wall. They're going to be straightforward, terrifying, Lovecraftian style monsters oh, yeah. is what they look like. It's kind of how their newer yeah. designs are inspired. I see they got a multi attack. What's all that? Yes, all they about? do. Good news is, um, they well they are immune to poison, but that's obviously because they have poison. 
Oh, because that's, that's how that works. They understand deep speech, but they can't speak it. They're only a challenge rating four, which is going to lead a lot of people to go, oh, it's only a CR four. They're not going to be a serious endeavor. We're just going to wipe them out, guys. Uh, it's not how it be, works. Be careful. Yeah, no, I've already covered their amphibious, and they have the sense magic ability that works as detect magic, but it cannot be dispelled. What about the nasty pincers and the Oh, the pincers are ridiculous. Their multi-attack is two pincers, but if they've already got something grappled, they can also yeah. use their mouth tentacles. Ooh. Yeah, they're very Lovecraftian-esque mouth tentacles that are just yeah. terrifying. Yeah. So... The multi-attack is to both claws, but if they've got a grappled creature, they can use their tentacles once. The claws are plus six to hit, okay? And it's 2d6 plus four bludgeoning. It's not terrible, but it can still hurt pretty yeah. hard. Their grapple is DC 13, I believe. No, sorry, DC 14 escape. Nice. Or to get away from their grapple. That's a strength? Um, I guess it could be strength. Or it X. should be. Yeah. It should be a strength to escape a escape a grapple. Yeah, that's true. But their tentacle is where things get a little interesting. Uh, the tentacle they can only use if they've grappled a, a target creature. Yeah. If you fail the DC, I think that's the DC thirteen. Yeah, that's yeah. a DC thirteen Constitution save, or be poisoned for one minute. And their poison, mm -hmm. like the Ankeg. No, it wasn't the Ankeg. Who was it? It's a. Uh, it was the Carrion Crawler. Sorry. Yeah. Is also a paralyzing poison that lasts for a minute. Oh, yeah. At the end of your turn, you can roll the save again. You know, blah blah blah. That that old stick. Yeah. At disadvantage. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Oof. But yeah, they're just they're kind of scary. Like in past iterations, they were more resistant to magic. Yeah. Than they are now. Like I'm not seeing anything that says they're magic resistant. They're just they're mindless. Like that's what they were designed to be was just brainless servants for the Aboleth. Yeah. So well, I mean they also have a decent like wisdom score though at eleven. Oh no, their wisdom, wisdom is like they learn average. They, they retain what they've learned. Like so if they make a mistake with something or let's say they don't shore up their defenses very well. You get into the nest and you destroy it. Well, the, if there's any survivors, they're going to learn what mistakes were made. Because well, yeah. I mean, animals can do that anyway. Well, yeah, like I said, and it's it's kind of change. off their animal instinct. Like that's yeah. what they're going off mostly. Like their intelligence is really low, but that's because they're not a highly evolved creature. Like they're not on yeah. the level of any of the humanoids or any other playable no, yeah, races. Yeah, they're not. Like, they're not doing complex thoughts no as, you know but it, they're not so stupid that they'll walk off a bridge and kill themselves you know what i mean yeah like there's still that wisdom is all about knowing where to hunt and yeah. if they detect magic they know how to get there to it you know they're going to be smart enough to understand how to hide how to approach a target because that's what they do. Yeah. They go up and they essentially kidnap stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, V put us up against, uh, was it eight, seven or eight? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a tough fight. You had three, uh, what, level four, I think, at the time. I can't remember. Maybe five. All I know is that if it weren't for the fact that we were able to bottleneck, we would yeah. have died. Yeah. And then, and then that was a smart play on our part. You know, like, hey, let's 
put somebody in between us and just keep yeah. beating face, you know, <laughs> take a step back. Yeah. Eldridge blast. Yeah. You know, but I mean, those, that was a pretty, that could have been a really bad fight. Now, you kidding me? It was yeah. a bad fight. Oh yeah. It was it a was. bad day. Yeah. But I mean, these creatures are really useful for that sense. They're a nice, like irritating creature to come across. Hey, there's a, like in our situation, it was, uh, I think it was, it was a tunnel system that the local town used for like, uh, there was a cave that was yeah. used for like crabbing and fishing yeah, and crabbing stuff and fishing and a few things like that. And, and these off things of that had, was a tunnel system where they had nested. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was bad. Yeah. They were coming after people. People were disappearing, all kinds of fun stuff. So, I mean, they're really useful for things like that. Maybe not like a main antagonist type of creature unless you're fighting an Aboleth, which you never know. I mean, maybe that's what's going on in Elderstorm. We don't know. And but, then we met a crazy old man with a tiny chul as a familiar, and he was also a warlock, and I did not know that <laughs> until it was too late. <laughs> yeah, and his Eldritch Blast looks like tentacles. It's yeah, scary. that just bothers me <laughs> so deeply <laughs> that I imagine, like, surprise Cthulhu face. Like, blah, blah, blah. Well, you got to understand, this man was standing the floor above you. Was. A section of it got blown out by a giant harpoon. <laughs> from a massive crossbow and he was yanked through the floor. No, no, no. I, I, he was not yanked unless you're going to say that gravity was what yanked him because <laughs> yeah, that's what true. happened. <laughs> yeah. I waited for him to hit the ground. <laughs> yeah. You know, he and cast darkness. I didn't take, you know, yeah. devil sight because yeah, I'm yeah. that kind of warlock. Yeah. You know, that's what happens, man. But no, I mean that like the, it, Chul are just really good for that type of stuff. You're like, hey, you know, there maybe there's some stuff going on in between town. You can throw quite a few of these at your players and see and teach your players kind of tactical thought. Like, hey, it's not just about let's run in and punch everything and take our turns with it. You get that guy, you get this guy. Like, there's actual tactical thought in that. Mm -hmm. You know, like in our example, hey, we were like, there's a lot of them in there. I'm not going any further. Let's stay back. Yeah, there's three of us two. and more than three of them. Yeah. And so we're we, all squishy. Yeah. <laughs> so the rogue just stood there and was like, ha 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> because they try to tell you, you can't dodge tank in D&D. <laughs> <laughs> How wrong they were. I said, with, with a DM that has bad enough rolls, you can dodge anything. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, it but, was bad. No, Chul, uh, just to kind of finish this off, they are uh, they are CR4, so a lot of people are going to underestimate them. We are doing the Lord's work, trying to get all of the D&D &D fans in the world to understand challenge ratings a little bit better. Yeah. Just because it's a low number does not necessarily mean it's a pushover or that it can't just completely ruin your day. Oh, yeah. They're, so, uh, yeah, I mean, these are a single tool, not going to give your party a hard time. No, but, but these things don't travel alone. That's they, the thing. Yeah. They're never solitary. Like, no. we used to have, like, a kind of a pack system or like a, it would tell you in each yeah. stat block if it was solitary, duo, you know pack yeah. pride whatever like it would tell you usually how many you encounter now you yeah. can kind of just do it as you want chul are going to be the first really punishing enemy oh, yeah. that's low cr that will teach you oh there's four of us and there's four of them everybody just go get one then no, 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 no. yeah you didn't notice the other two there were 
in another yeah, tunnel. There's never their way. just the chul that you're facing off against. Yeah. I'm not saying they hunt like wolves in packs while they'll purposely yeah. distract you, but honestly, there's nothing to say that they couldn't. Yeah. And if you're carrying magic items, they know you're there long before yeah, you. They do. know exactly where you are. Yeah. They have yeah. eyes, but they don't need eyes to see. Exactly. So that's all that I've got in me as yeah. far as chul go. They're terrifying. They can be a good challenge. Um, and they're really going to help teach your party a lesson about using smart tactics. I mean, I'm not telling you to yeah. TPK or anything, but give people the opportunity to fail and then celebrate them when they succeed. Yeah. Don't berate them when they fail. Learn from it. Yeah. And that's all I've got to say about D&D today. Yeah. But the episode's not over yet. You had no, something you want to talk about? Yeah, you know, and, uh, well, we, we care about the world around us, especially any of you that are listening, maybe you got a friend or something. Um, suicide is, is a sad, sad thing. It's, it's something that we've dealt with personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm even willing to say that I myself have been down that path and it's difficult. Um, so I understand if you're feeling this way, you know, just know that, that there are people out there that care. Just because we don't know your name personally, we see that number increase each week. Um, and that's something that we would notice and your friends would notice and your family, you know. So if you are feeling a little bit down, feeling like life is taking a hold of you, because it could happen to anybody. Um, yeah, that's happened to yeah. me too. Yeah, finances, uh, bad relationships. Life just kind of yeah. sucks sometimes. Like yeah. even the strongest people get knocked down. Like yeah. nobody's getting out of this world unscathed. Yeah, and well, there are people out there that can help. And uh, one of those is the uh, National Suicide Prevention uh, Lifeline. It's a number you can call. They also have a website that can help you out as well. Please feel free to do it. The number is 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. Um, you can call that number 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. There yeah. is always somebody there that is willing to talk to you and help you sort out your issues. Like, yeah, and it's not just, and don't be afraid about them trying to call cops or send you somewhere. This is it's not always that sometimes you just need to talk to somebody about something and you don't feel comfortable with your friends or whatever. It really helps to talk to a complete stranger about it because then they're outside of the situation. You know, they don't have no personal stakes. Yeah. And on the same side of that, there's also a few things connected with it. Um, and that's substance abuse or even mental health issues. And, uh, actually have the, uh, substance abuse and mental health, uh, administration number here as well but you can also check them out at uh s-a-m-h-s-a all one word dot gov um that link will be in the show notes and everything else we'll make sure you guys have the number and everything we're definitely going to start putting that on there and the reason behind that is substance abuse is a serious thing it really is and it's not just drugs it's alcohol it's it's, yeah it's a lot of different things all kinds of stuff and once again, that's when I alluded to my situation with suicide. It was related to substance abuse. And it 
it, it can definitely take you away from your normal mind thought. And this place is here to help you. So if you're ever feeling that way, just pick up a phone. Call 1-800-662-HELP or 1-800-662-4357. The number will be there. The link will be there. But hey, you know, if you just want to find some friends and talk, you know, we, we have our, it, it kind of sounds weird, but, you know, jump on the Reddit, jump on YouTube or anything. Send us a DM if you want to. If you want to talk to one of us about it and you feel comfortable with it. You know, we, we, are, we are at a good spot right now. There's not a whole lot of people listening to the show. So, you know, this is something we're passionate about, something we care about. And, uh, you know, it, there's always someone there. Don't ever think that you're alone. I can tell you from personal experience that even when you feel like you're at your lowest, there's still somebody that cares. Yeah. And I'm really glad that this was brought up and I'm glad it's something that we have the opportunity to help talk about and discuss. Yeah. But seriously, guys, if you, even if you just want to talk to somebody, you just want to BS, we're here. Yeah. There's somebody that's willing to talk. You can call the hotlines. You can find help online you can you know yeah join groups there's oh, yeah, there's yes. ways to get help please don't give up on yourselves uh, you're worth too much even when it's really yeah. really tempting yeah. just remember there's always another day there's always another opportunity yeah and it, 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 it always it, it seems difficult it seems like the worst thing ever but when you finally get over that it, it it's worth it you know, so please feel free to check all that out. And uh, remember, it trolls for thee. It trolls for thee. Good night, everybody. We love you. <laughs>